I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Dirk with the mask. What up, what up? You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. This is one of your co-hosts, Isaac Harris. Uh, from maps.com. I'm obviously not joined today by Nick Angstead from the Free Dawkins YouTube channel uh, as he is currently evading the hurricane uh, down in Florida. As a lot of you know, um, Nick and I met covering the Mavericks, gosh, I don't know, a handful of years ago uh, here in Dallas. Uh, we both lived in Dallas at the time as we were both uh, credential media people covering the Mavericks, and that's literally how we met. And then over the course of time, uh, a few years went by, and Nick uh, m- moved to Florida with his wife uh, to where he currently resides in Florida, on the coast of Florida, and uh, I still live here in Dallas. And so, yeah, Hurricane, uh, whether wherever you are listening to this podcast uh, around the world, I'm sure you've heard of the hurricane about to hit uh, the United States and uh, the, the East Coast over there, so... Uh, Nick and his family uh, have uh, evacuated their home and uh, have uh, went to a safe spot. Uh, so this podcast is actually a little weird because uh, up until I didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know about um, if this podcast is going to happen today because, uh, yeah, Nick's Internet and all that stuff. So uh, just found out just a little bit ago. That Nick's like, Man, I can't go today. So. Uh, you get me solo today. I got a few things uh, to chat about. Uh, we'll talk. Really, I'm just going to talk about a lot of things on Mavs Twitter uh, because I currently uh, just got back from just a little bit of, uh, guess you want to say vacation a little bit. Um, I I love fantasy football. Uh, I'm really big into fantasy football. So uh, every year I've been in uh, been in one league for, gosh, I don't know, it's pushing 10 years from a lot of my buddies back home uh, in Kentucky. And uh, but this uh, this year, currently, there's been a, a league that uh, a league that's been going on for 20 years and they don't have spots that open up in it uh, very often. But anyway, my uh, one of my best friends. Uh, his dad had started years ago. They have the draft in person, and I got invited to be in that draft now, in that league now. And so it was an in-person draft in Houston. So my wife and I and our our, our kid, uh, we went down there, and we decided to make it a few days uh, trip down in Houston and take a few uh, few more days vacation. And uh, we had never been into Galveston before, so... Uh, Yes, I've heard Galveston trashed so many times as far as a vacation beach spot uh, because I know what a beach is as far as I've went to beaches in Brazil, in Hawaii, uh, in Florida, California. I love uh, different beaches in my life that has been awesome. and uh, But Galveston is a different kind of beach, safe to say that. Uh, I wouldn't say it is up to par with a lot of those, but uh, but it was fun as far as it's a quick drive from Dallas, uh, and uh, it's the closest beach you can get from Dallas without having to spend a lot of money to fly somewhere. So uh, I had a fun time down there uh, with my son and my wife and stayed off Twitter for the most part. And then once I picked up my phone to get back on Twitter, that's when... <sighs> 
I heard some stuff about Dwayne Wade, why, why Mavs fans are talking about that. I'm going to chat about that in a little bit. I got definitely some things to say about Wade. I uh, saw some pickup uh, basketball footage from Seth Curry and Dorian and Luca and some of the guys. So I'm going to chat a little bit about that. Uh, so that's pretty much what today's episode is going to be about. Um, but first, what do we want to talk about first? All right. Let's talk about Luke and KP. Luke and KP being back in Dallas a month before camp. A lot of things that's thrown around there on Mavs Twitter uh, and fans are talking about. It. Sometimes I'm like, mm, a little overhyped, uh, maybe going a little too far, um, whatever, however you want to feel about it. But the the hype around Luca and KP being back in Dallas with a month before camp starting. That's huge for me. And I, I actually agree with a lot of you on this that I think it is a big deal. Uh, mainly because, yeah, we got some practice time towards the end of last season. We all heard about it. KP was basically cleared medically, uh, but there was a lot of time frame stuff, a lot of uh, what his camp wanted the time frame to be. Uh, Dallas was agreeing with that, obviously, because, you know, they don't want to mess anything up. They were going to offseason, they wanted to sign him to a long term deal, all this stuff. But it came out pretty known that KP was practicing full on towards the end of last season and at the end of last season. So they at least got some run together in practice uh, before the season ended, but then everybody splits in the off season. Obviously. I mean, we, if we didn't have Instagram right now, what would everybody be doing? Because that's basically Instagram has you know become the next reporter. It's funny um, seeing. I mean, we all do it. We we get on our Instagram. We we follow these players. We see what they post on their Instagram stories. We screenshot it, tweet it out, and it's like a form of. There's so many people trying to report what is off Instagram. Instagram is the source. Okay, so it is quite funny sometimes to see people try to say. <laughs> source tells me, Christoph Sporzingas. Back in Dallas. Well, that source is Instagram. That's that the, your source is him. Okay, we all seen it. Um, but anyway, it is uh, it's huge because we've seen Luca uh, post all these Instagram stories about him being on the boat uh, on all these different boats in different places. Uh, we've seen KP being back in um, Latvia and different places around the world. I mean, it, people go to their separate places as soon as the season ends it's just hey where can we get out of town where can we get out of the country and they go all their separate places and then we see these random workout videos you might see some players work out with people individually all this different stuff but then seeing them seeing Luca come back come back to Dallas uh just a little bit ago and then KP obviously tweets out is like hey I'm I'm coming back to Dallas on his way back then he not tweet uh and then he puts on his Instagram story back in Dallas back in my new home you know that's just uh heartwarming for Mavs fans that Dallas is home for KP right now and just gets us all super excited because these are the two cornerstone pieces. This is the duo that we have talked about and built up for so long now, ever since the trade happened. The second superstar to Luka. Now we have two young superstars that we have all hyped up, that we have all gotten excited about, still excited about. And now here they are, 
not that we need proof of their dedication. This doesn't prove, you know, <laughs> this doesn't make, you know, make or break the season, them coming back now, but it just gives us a small glimpse. We don't know exactly what they've done this offseason, the work that they've put in. Uh, we've seen all the pictures of Lean Luca and Swole Porzingis, but to see them, see this small, small glimpse uh, for fans into their lives of, Hey, whatever you want to say, these players don't have to be back in Dallas until media day comes, until training camp, you know, comes. Media day, September 30th. You know, that's that's a long ways away. I mean, long whatever. But it's still around a month away from that. That's when they have to report. They have to be there for media day and report to camp that starts the very next day. That both of these guys, both that have, you know, roots outside of this country that says, "Hey, I'm going to be back in Dallas." a month away from when I'm supposed to be there. And now it's really going to start because now hopefully we see more videos, more pictures of them uh, in the facility or at different runs in Frisco or wherever it is. And that's when we're going to get even more excited. The chemistry that can be built between these two over the next three to four weeks, um, just the time spent together that these two could have. I mean, I'm hoping this week, I'm hoping over the next few days, you're, you're listening, a lot of you are listening to this on Labor Day Monday. Maybe you save this until Tuesday. Hopefully over the next few weeks, this or next few days, hopefully this week we can get a good a good picture, preferably a video. A picture would be, you know, a picture's fun. Like we'll all have fun with it on Twitter. But man, talking about maps, Twitter just going nuts. Imagine if we get a video. Kind of like the Ball's Life video that I'll talk about in a little bit. But imagine if we get a, a Ball's Life video. KP, Luca, KP sets a high screen for Luca in that, that open gym scrimmage. Lean Luca comes off of it, hits, a, you know, hits KP popping at the top of the key, he drains it. Then next play down, they run the same play except he rolls. He throws a little oop up to KP, dunks it with ease. Imagine this that type of highlight video that makes everyone look really good happening with a two-man game of Luca and KP and the captions like the league isn't ready for this duo Porzingis and Luca already working get their games get on the same page like this is bound to happen I'm speaking this into existence this video needs to take place somebody make this video and when this video happens all you all of you guys need to tag locked on Mavs underneath it and be like hey this is what we spoke into existence as a Mavs Twitter universe um Anyway, that's what I want to happen. It should happen. Uh, let's take a quick break. I should have took a break earlier, but I got too excited about this potential video happening in the near future. But it's huge that they're back in Dallas. I'm glad we get three or four weeks of them working on the game. But here's the thing. If we don't see any pictures and if we don't see any videos, it's okay. You don't have to document it every single time you get into a gym. Some people like to do that, a.k.a. Carmelo. But this doesn't have to happen. I'm glad they're back in Dallas. I'm sure they'll spend plenty of time together. This is great all the way around. Let's take a quick break. All right, let's actually talk about the videos that did come out. The Ball's Life videos, they came out with Dorian and Luca playing some pickup ball here in Dallas. All right, let's, let's do it. I'll be the Debbie Downer first, and then I'll get super excited second. Guys, I'm not super impressed by the Luca video. I'm sorry, I said it. I don't want to say I'm not super. I'm impressed. Okay, that wasn't the right word. I'm happy about it, but I'm not going nuts like a lot of people have went about it. I like I retweeted the video. 
but I'm not gonna like say anything with it. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad the video came out. It's good to see Luka Luka Doncic playing basketball. But it's not like he's jumping up doing 360 windmills and we're just like blown away. He's doing what I expect him to do. Like he's a really good basketball player. I think he's gonna take a next step, you know, leap in his game, his sophomore season in the league. I think he's gonna be great. He already is great. So him getting out there playing pickup ball and he's just kind of running the show, doing his thing, nonchalantly just driving, making some pass. He made some nice passes in the video, hit some threes. Um, I mean, obviously his shot looks good. Like he's already really, really good. So there wasn't anything in the video that really, really popped out to me. And it's like, dang, like <laughs> he. <laughs> He just did a windmill. That's crazy. You know, I thought the video was cool. I think uh, I think it was a little bit overhyped. Maps <laughs> fans are like, "Whoa, watch out for Luca!" Uh, we're already saying, "Watch out for Luca." So I just didn't. Um, anyway, it was fun seeing him play basketball. And I normally typically lean the the pendulum swings for me of, hey, I make fun of these uh, open gym videos or uh, these scrimmages because these videos that come out. They're only showing the best parts. They're only showing the the highlights. I mean, it's literally a highlight. This is basically Nick making a free Dawkins video of a scrimmage. So, like this, you're going to see highlights come out of that, and that's uh, it's fun to watch. It's super cool, but I wouldn't say I would read so much into these videos. But now I'm going to go against everything I just said because the Dorian Balls Life video, I'm all here for. That's the video I needed to see because. That video I really, really liked, and that's my favorite one of the offseason so far as far as Mavs, uh, Mavs players go. I'm going to talk about Seth Curry's in just a second, but the Dorian Balls live video, it looked like he was so much... <laughs> I'm, now I'm literally going to go every, against everything I just said. It looked like he was so much more confident in his game. He was driving so well. Uh, he looked more explosive. Uh, he looked like he was a little bit better shape, even though I don't think he's been in like out of shape, but uh, he looked like he was in better shape. He uh, driving, he was, you know, he looked, I mean, he was dunking with ease, like he, he, everything with that, but it was the shot that I got super hyped about. Some of those shots, like on the run, off the dribble, uh, the catch and shoot shots, he hit that shot, um, the step back shot, it looked like it was in Luca's face. It looked like the shot was a little bit, um, a little bit of a more compact release. Uh, it looked like it was a little bit more in front of his face. I know we make this joke all the time that Dorian uh, works on a shot all summer, and this is going to be a thing. Uh, this is going to be a, a bingo, a, a Mavs Media Day bingo that we've uh, we've did for the past year or so. Of what are we going to see? Because one of the boxes for sure that's going to take place is who <laughs> who talks about Luca losing like fifteen pounds. Or the abs. Uh, when that question is asked, that gets marked off the bingo card. Uh, I'm ready for the Dorian or somebody talks about Dorian working on a shot this summer because that's happened for the past multiple summers. So it's bound to happen again, uh, and rightfully so because that's what's holding Dorian back from going to that next level as a basketball player. This is what we've talked about before as far as the debate on who plays over Dorian Finney Smith and Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson's the better scorer, he's the better shooter. But Dorian Finney-Smith's the better defender. They would probably, they need Dorian Finney-Smith to you know, hit that outside shot consistently because they really need him defensively. It, unless they plan on putting DeLon Wright on some of these bigger uh, wing guys in the league, then they need Dorian to be that role for them. 
So it was really encouraging to see the Dorian Finney-Smith Balls Life video. You need to go watch that. It's the same pickup run that Luca was in that you saw, you saw some of the similar highlights. Luca th- throws the oop to Dorian Finney-Smith in the, uh, in, in the video. But uh, I really liked – so they made a separate video, if you haven't seen it yet, of Dorian, and it was just his highlights from the scrimmage. And he just re- looked really confident. It looked – I mean, he <laughs> – he did look like he improved over the summer, um, and I'm hyping up this video now. This is I, I just I just love watching the video. I watched it two or three times. I this, this was obviously my favorite video, and if Dorian can take that next step, that would be huge for this team. If Dorian can become the DeLon Wright equivalent on the wing, uh, that would be amazing. If Dorian or Justin Jackson, really, we just need one of those guys to take the step forward and to solidify that that spot in camp. Like if one of them, ideally, if one, if we can go into camp and go into the preseason, and Justin Jackson or Finney Smith steps up and says, "Man, I am take. I took that next step this summer. I took that leap. And this is my spot." If one of them can step up and claim that spot instead of Uh, okay, I kind of feel the same way about Dorian and man, I like Justin's shooting stuff, but man, I I just like Dorian's defense. If they're both, if, if we, they come into camp and preseason and they both seem like the kind of the same players and it's kind of a toss up. And then Rick just like picks one to start, or he just kind of picks one to be in the rotation of the other. You're like, okay, I want one to solidify themselves over the other. I want one of them to take a big step forward. Obviously you would like for them both to take the next step forward, but I want one to stand out and really go out and just grab that spot. And it's hard not to think that whenever you see Dorian in this Balls Life video. So uh, go watch that. You'll get super excited like I did. The Seth Curry video. I don't think this was Balls Life, but Seth Curry was getting uh, getting run in with Ben Simmons. <laughs> which Ben Simmons had his own uh, highlight video of the summer uh, with his step-back shots, his threes. Um, I just, I just want to say I, just, I need to see it in an NBA game, guys, because I just watched Dwight Howard do step-back shots um, last week, and trust me, we talked about it on this podcast. I just need to see Ben Simmons do this stuff in an NBA game. I'm glad that he can do it in the scrimmage. That's great congrats I'm glad that he can do that it's more than Markel Fultz can can do so I'm glad he can do that I just need to see an NBA game the moment he can do a step back three in an NBA game sure let's do it um and I'm not like an anti Ben Simmons guy either I I just think one I think Luka Doncic is better than Ben Simmons and for some people that's a hottish take and I just don't get it uh, because you need to actually shoot a basketball in the NBA uh but I hope Ben Simmons actually does add that to his game. I hope he does uh, become that because if he does, if he, if Ben Simmons does play like he did in that pickup game, and he can translate that to the NBA, Philly, you, I mean, they have a whole different range of outcomes. They have a whole different ceiling at that point. Uh, but anyway, we got to see what Ben Simmons does in an NBA game and if he can even attempt a three at that point. But it looked like the same type of uh, same run that uh, that Ben Simmons video that you know circled Twitter for a while that Seth Curry was in that too. And when that video came out of Seth Curry uh, <laughs> lighting it up, uh, you couldn't help to get excited about that one. Also, uh, by far of the three videos of Luca Dorian and Seth, the Dorian and Seth videos, those are the ones that I enjoyed the most. Dorian top the top of the line that I enjoyed that one more than anybody this summer. But the Seth Curry, man, 
his his ability to hit the outside shot on the run uh, off the dribble. Uh, it looked a couple of those a couple of those catch and shoot ones. Of course, this was just a highlight clip. It was just showing the best plays of Seth. I get it, but a couple of the, uh, the catch and shoot shots kind of off balance and kind of on the run reminded me a little JJ Redickish because uh, uh, JJ Redick his catch and shoot on the run leaning sideways is just it, it amazes me every time I watch him do that even like warming up before the game or in the game but Seth Curry in this highlight video man he uh, or this pickup game uh, some of those shots were way downtown <clears throat> but off the dribble um, step back shots in people's faces that's yeah, ideally I mean that's perfect what Dallas needs I mean they the run that Luca can get with Seth in the second unit I think will be some run that we all look forward to and what Rick does with Seth if Seth comes out and it and just kills it from the beginning <clears throat> I, I assume Seth Curry will come off the bench to begin the season if Seth comes out and is shooting, you know, the first 10, 15 games of the season, he's shooting over 40% from three. He's lighting it up. Him and Luke are dominating the second unit together. I'll be really curious to see what Rick does with him moving forward. Is there a scenario in which him and DeLon Wright can play alongside Luca, even though it's a little bit smaller? Um, what does Seth's defense look like and all that stuff? But <clears throat> you can't help but to watch uh, this Twitter video of this scrimmage and say, man, what if? What if Seth is CJ McCollum light? You know, I'm just obviously throwing something out there because it's fun. It's fun to overreact to these videos. But if he gets out there and he plays like that and he is knocking those threes down at that, that high clip, I think Bobby tweeted out a video uh, of it last week and it's like, he's going to shoot like 90%. And it's super fun because you watch these videos and that's what I think. I'm like, dang, he's never going to miss. Like, I don't think he'll miss all season. Uh, but yeah, super encouraging. Uh, you can't wait to just see him alongside Luca with this team. Really, Luca, KP, and everybody because. For Seth Curry, who shoots the ball like he does, and you have somebody like Porzingis, you have somebody like Luca, you know, who has the ball in their hands that are superstars in the league. It just opens up shots for everybody. That's why Dory needs to hit the outside shot. This is why it's important to have Justin Jackson into the game. This is why Seth Curry was signed so he can hit get these open three pointers when these guys like Luca and KP have the ball all of the uh, all of the court. But uh, let's take a real quick break and then uh, let's talk about some Dwayne Wade. So I get back from my vacation, whatever you want to call it, uh, down in Houston slash Galveston. And uh, I I deleted Twitter on my phone, then I brought it back because I needed to get some fantasy news before I did that fantasy draft. And uh, so then I put Twitter back on my phone, which I totally suggest. I can't tell people enough. Guys, when you go on vacation or even when you don't go on vacation, just you need to delete Twitter sometimes. It, it is a well, – this is a whole different conversation. But anyway, you just got to delete Twitter. You got to get off the app. Uh, no matter how fun it is, no matter how much it can suck you into this black hole uh, that it is, there's pros and cons of everything in the world uh, for the most part. But Twitter is the definition of a pro and con. Anyway, get off of it sometimes. I got off of it. I picked it back up. So I was scrolling through some things, uh, looking at some Mavs Twitter accounts that, that I just go to sometimes to see, like, hey, what's people talking about right now? Um, blah, blah, blah. Did I miss anything? <sighs> I don't know how the conversation got started, but I found a decent amount of Mavs Twitter debating on whether we should still dislike Dwayne Wade or not. 
one, I I was just dumbfounded. Why is this even a question? Why is it brought up? Two, how is anything other than, yes, we should dislike him still, even considered? How is that even a question? How is that even a debate? We're talking about the guy who beat Dallas in a finals. Not only beat them, but we got screwed with his with his free throws and the 97 free throws that I asked him about to his face. Uh, if oh, Okay, I'm not going to go there. We're talking about the guy who made fun of Dirk. We, I mean, we could go all day for being sick. Like we, we could go all day long about the things in Dwayne Wade, the stuff that happened in the off season. Um, I don't understand how. It, like, I don't want to go as far as saying like, "Hey, you're not a true Mavs fans if you, you know, if you dislike Wade." Because I guess there's some people out there. It's like, oh, you know, can't hold a grudge. <laughs> Gotta gotta like him at some point. He was great, you know. So therefore, I'm not here for that. But cool. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say I like disrespect you because of that. But I'll look at you different. I'll just be honest. But I yeah, Dwayne Wade. As far as I'm concerned, yes, you dislike him if you're a Mavs fan. That I I will never. You know me. You've a lot of you've listened to this podcast for over two three years now. I've went on rants about Wade. I so many things about Dwayne Wade. NBA 2K. So Tyler uh, Tyler on Twitter, uh, which is a great Mavs follow if you don't follow him on Twitter. Uh, I should have his handle. Uh, most of you follow him right now anyway. But Tyler at Adams at – here it is, at Tyler Adams. <sighs> most of you follow Tyler anyway. He's a cool member of Mavs Twitter. But so he tweets out this article. All right, and he, I re- replied to him, asked him for the the article uh, that he pulled this from because I wanted to know who I could properly roast on this. And he tweets out this article of NBA 2K explaining why they chose Dwayne Wade to be on the cover of M- of their NBA 2K20 Legend Edition. All right, NBA uh, 2K has been doing this Legend Edition uh, for the past couple years, and. For this cover, uh, they put they did the Miami Vice thing, which I love the Miami Vice colors, and I love those jerseys and everything. So cool for that. But they picked Wade to be on the cover of that. When it first came out, we obviously questioned that. We're like, why did they pick Wade? Uh, why didn't they put like Wade and Dirk? Um, why? Because, yeah, Dirk and Wade both obviously walked away, unfortunately, in the same season. Now they're going to go in the Hall of Fame together, and we got to get Wade again. Awesome. Cool. But they picked Wade, and now... <laughs> Now in this article, uh, they they explained why they picked Wade over Dirk. I say they, uh, but it was their senior. Gosh, what was it? Their senior. Now I gotta go from uh, from Eric. I think his name is Eric Bonish. Bonish. Uh, he is like their senior developer at at Two K, and he did this article in which he answered a question. Uh, on why they picked Wade over Dirk. And I'm just going to read it word for word, uh, and here you go. In the article, it says, Bonish was pretty straightforward. There wasn't like a really great reason of why they picked Wade. He goes, you got to pick someone, right? Dwayne Wade is a very beloved player. Not that Dirk isn't, because everyone loves Dirk. 21 years, same team. That's incredible. No one's done that. Oh, here we go. But Wade is just an iconic player. (laughs) He played with Shaq, who is someone we've worked with. He played with Kobe, who's someone we've worked with. 
He's a Hall of Famer. So you know, the time will come for everybody. Oh, man. (laughs) First off, Dwayne Wade's iconic. You're saying this like in doing that Dirk is not iconic. If we even want to debate on who is more iconic, Dirk is 10 times the icon than Dwayne Wade will ever be. And your explanation on top of that for why Wade is iconic is because of the players that he played with? What? Because he played with Shaq? Yeah, cool. You wouldn't have won the dang title without Shaq. You wouldn't have won the titles you won beyond Shaq if it wasn't for LeBron and Bosh. But your explanation for that, and then on top of that, he played with Kobe? Man, (sighs) that Wade and Kobe season, that was crazy, wasn't it? You remember that duo for the Lakers, Wade and, Wade and Kobe? I can't believe it. And because he worked, because they've worked with Kobe, can you believe all those games? Look up, go to, just go and look up the on-off numbers for Wade and Kobe in the NBA regular season or or playoffs. Look at that together. Incredible. Because they never played together. What are you talking about? What is this senior developer for NBA 2K even talking about? Are you talking about because they've played together on Team USA? Got to remember those all-star games? I don't even... What? They played on the same court The explanation was horrible. The iconic line was horrible. If we even want to talk about what an icon is, an icon is the best international player of all time. An icon is a player who wins a championship when he has when he doesn't have the all-star help around him. An icon is who stays with one franchise for 21 season. An icon is a top 10 scorer of all time. An icon is Dirk Nowitzki. That's what a definition of an icon is. An icon, if you want to say that Dwayne Wade is iconic, then you you need to say Dirk Nowitzki is generational. You need to use a, a word above iconic to describe what Dirk Nowitzki is. If you're going to sit here and say I mean, it, you can't combat your reason for why you don't pick Dirk Nowitzki by saying somebody is iconic, it just doesn't work that way because Dirk Nowitzki is the definition of what iconic means on and off the floor. So whoever you are, whoever your senior developer is, I hope somebody sends you this podcast. I hope you get roasted for this. I hope you do get the backlash for this because if you want to pick Wade over Dirk for this, obviously this is y'all's game. This is what you do. But you need a better reason than that. You need a better reason because Wade's iconic. You need a better reason because Wade played with Shaq and Kobe and cool, y'all are friends with him at 2K. Well, dang, I didn't know that Dirk needed to be friends with somebody at 2K so he can be honored for something like this. It's late. I have a baby sleeping in a house. I can't get too mad about this anymore. But uh, anyway, I've probably went over time. I, I am over time at this point. Uh, this is this is all I got today. I had to end on this note. Um, yeah, pretty much Mavs Twitter. This is the Mavs Monday. I honestly don't know what the rest of this week's gonna look like. So yeah, if you want to be on the pod, hit me up. Throw throw at me in, uh, uh, in a reason why you want to be on the pod. Uh, I'm halfway kidding about that. But anyway, uh, I don't know if Nick what Nick's internet's gonna look like the next few days. You'll definitely have pods. Yeah, you'll definitely have pods because we need to get paid and we need to produce content. Hashtag content. 
But uh, hopefully we get that video from Luca and KP at some point so we can all freak out about it. I hope you have a great, great Labor Day uh, off. I hope a lot of you probably off. Uh, some of you are probably not off, and I feel your pain, bro. Uh, but anyway, uh, have fun. If you live in Florida or anywhere on the East Coast and you're in the eye of the hurricane, man, I, I seriously am praying for you. Uh, praying for you this week. My family's praying for you. Uh, my church is praying for you. And uh, yes, please get out um, those videos that are on Twitter that we all watch. It's not worth filming all of that uh, for your safety. So uh, hope it's not too bad. Hope that thing uh, steers off course and goes back into the ocean. But praying for you guys and uh, stay safe over there. Peace out. Boom.